Good morning. Today's scripture comes from Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 7 through 12. I observed yet another example of something meaningless under the sun. This is the case of a man who is all alone, without a child or a brother, yet who works hard to gain as much wealth as he can. But then he asks himself, who am I working for? Why am I giving up so much pleasure now? It is also meaningless and depressing. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Likewise, two people lying close together can keep each other warm. But how can one be warm alone? A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple-braided cord is not easily broken. Well, good morning, everyone. It is so nice to have you here today. It's not often that you hear a message out of Ecclesiastes. And um, I don't know why, because it's a great book, actually. It was written by King Solomon, the son of David, who was, at his time, the wisest man to ever live. It's what Scripture teaches us and what it shares with us. He was really very wise. And, um, and so we should, we should listen. When somebody of wisdom speaks, we should listen to them, don't you think? I listen to my wife. She's a person of wisdom. <laughs> and, you know, you know the old adage. Happy wife, happy life. Anyway, as we, uh, as we move on, Solomon is one of those people that teaches us something very important. And in this passage of Scripture, we see that very clearly. And we see several things. And um, let's, before we delve in, let me have a word of prayer with you. Father God, we ask that you open our ears, our eyes, and our hearts to you. May your word um, become evident in, uh, in what is taught today. And we ask these things in your name. Amen. So working together help us, helps us to accomplish more. This year, our theme is, we can do more together, right? Let's practice that. We can do more together. Try it again. Okay, you can do everything together except, except you know, talk. I, I, here we go. Try it one more time. A little louder, please. Good job. All right, thank you very much. See, you could do more together. And, um, and I want you to understand that as we run this theme all throughout the year, that we, we understand the importance of we. And we can do more together. And this passage really speaks of the idea of we and doing more together. We see in the beginning of this, uh, this passage, it says, um, in, in verse 8, it says, this, the, this is the case of a man who was all alone. This was a case of a man who was all alone. We are not meant to be alone. We aren't. How many woke up this morning and said, boy, I can't wait to be alone? You know, you just go, now maybe there's some moms here. <laughs> just saying. You know, but you don't want to be alone forever, for an extended period of time. <clears throat> but you, you don't want to be alone. None of us do. 
We don't like being lonely. And you know, there's, there's danger in being lonely and being all by yourself. First of all, there's a, there's a vulnerability. It talks about that uh, in the end of this chapter where he says a person by themselves could be attacked. You're very vulnerable. But people who are together and have more people in contact and, and are not alone and supported um, are protected. We, by being alone, sometimes we, we only have our perspective. And sometimes our perspective isn't always the best perspective. And then we become, I think, what happens when we are lonely and don't share and aren't a part of interaction, we, come, we become more selfish and self-centered. And we never really come to grips with what real intimacy and what friendship and love for one another really means. And so that's the importance of this passage, and that's what it's teaching us. He says being alone is meaningless. It's important that we live uh, not alone. The whole Christian journey is not about being or doing our own thing. It's about doing it with others. If you ask any junior high student here today, do you want to be alone? They say, no. I want, to be on the, I want to be the inside looking out, not on the outside looking in. You know? They want, to, they want to be loved and cared for. They want to be accepted. I think many of us in this room feel that way, that we'd, we'd like to be accepted. I, I came from a pretty strict home. My dad was pretty strict. And um, he never let me, let me uh, wear bell-bottoms. Because if the Beatles wore bell-bottoms, they couldn't be good. The cool thing was I had an older cousin. And he was stylish. He wore bell-bottoms. And when he outgrew them, guess who got them? That was the only way. Where everybody else was wearing bell-bottoms and really looking good and, and had the really nice flare pants and all those, I was in husky skinny jeans. <laughs> so I felt a little out of place. But, you know, I, I did want to be more accepted. So when my cousin passed down that first pair of bell-bottoms to me, he was like, oh, Yeah. You know when I went to college, you know I had first pair of pants I bought? Elephant pants. You remember them? The legs were this big. They were awesome. They cover up a multitude of sin. They were just terrific. I loved them. It's a shame they aren't in style anymore. <laughs> I'm praying for a big comeback because I got a big closet full. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But we want to be accepted. We want to be belong. But sometimes in the church, we tend to sit on the sidelines or don't get involved. And, and I think what this passage is teaching us is that you cannot live Christianity alone. Do you remember what Jesus did when he was baptized? What the first thing he did? He went and recruited 12 other guys to help him out. That's what he did. Because he knew he didn't want to do ministry alone. And even then, when he had trained them and equipped them, what did he do? He sent them out one by one? I don't think so. 
He sent them out two by two so that they could support one another, so they could care for one another. There's a whole, there's a whole um, company that built their, their wealth on, on the saying, I've fallen down, but I, I can't get up. Because when we work together, when there's two or more of us together, we, we have the opportunity to support and care one another. So, working together gives us a better chance of success. We can become more successful when there's more of us, when we're more doing and when we're more involved with each other's lives. Many of you know I grew up on a chicken farm. And um, <clears throat> we had a barn that was 150 feet long, 80 feet wide, two stories high, and could house 15,000 chickens. Now, as a chicken farm goes, that's not a big farm. But when you're in junior high or elementary school, it's a big barn. And we were growers, so we would get chickens from day old and grow them for 20 weeks. At the end of 20 weeks, they would go away, and they would go to a place where they would lay eggs for a living. I guess if they didn't, I guess if they didn't lay eggs, you know, uh, Purdue. Uh, but anyway, it... It was interesting because at the end of every 20 weeks, we had to clean this barn because chickens are very susceptible to disease. So we had to, you can't believe how much stuff is on the floor of a chicken house with 15,000 chickens. I mean, I would say it was like that deep. That's from the table, not from the floor. But we had to shovel all of that in a manure spreader. And if I had to do that alone, I would have been so mad. But the cool thing was, I had lots of cousins. And they would come up and we'd work together and my uncle would be there and he'd kind of supervise us. And my dad, he drove the tractor. That's the job I wanted, but for some reason I didn't get that job. So we'd fill the manure spreader, he'd take it out, empty it come back and we'd fill it again and we did that constantly and uh, it was just what we did there was no skid loaders back then I was the skid loader we shoveled and if I had to do that by myself with just me and my dad maybe my brother it would have taken us months but because there were lots of us there were five or six of us we could, we, could fill a, we could fill, just by shoveling, we could fill a manure spreader in about six minutes. It was amazing. And that, we see, is just how it works, that when we work together, we have a better chance of success. It even says that in verse 9, two people are better than one, for they can help each other succeed. They help us succeed. We, we succeed when we do that, when there's more of us. Together, we also stay spiritually sharp. You know, when we're part of a small group or when we're part of a connection here at the church, and I know some people are going through times of now that that you you may be lonely, there may be, be due to circumstances in life. All those things can come up where there are periods of time where you're lonely. Well, 
my encouragement to you is get connected. Because it's biblical. Because Solomon says, who was one of the wisest men to ever live, get connected. Two are better than one. Get involved. We're coming up very shortly to our Lenten spiritual gift, or spiritual uh, campaign. And, um, and so I'd encourage you, sign up. Get involved. Because it keeps us spiritually sharp. <clears throat> we also have spiritual victories that come when we are together. Um, Many, many things can happen when we use our gifts to support and care for one another. One of the, one of the big things for me was um, many years ago now, I was pretty young, and uh, I went to Mexico with a group of, from another church that I had taken. They asked me if I would take them on a mission trip to Mexico. I said, sure. So <clears throat> I recruited a bunch of block layers and masons and guys that could really do that kind of work because they told us that when we got there, all we'd be doing is laying block. So I had guys sign up, and we had guys with no skill, like myself, that I said, if nothing else, I can pick things up and put them down. You know, I could lift up blocks, I can carry it to people that really knew what they were doing. We get to Mexico, and there is nothing. There is a ditch in the ground that outlines the size of the building. And it was a pretty large-sized building. And there was nothing in the ditch. Now, so we immediately, I gathered everybody together, and I go, obviously we aren't laying, laying much block this week. We've got to fill this ditch in. We've got to build the foundation. And you know it's so important to build a solid foundation. So... In, in Mexico, they require these cages made out of rebar. And I had a guy with me. He goes, um, he goes uh, Pastor Kelly says, I have an idea. I said, good, what's that? And he goes, well, he said, I think I can build a jig where we could bend this wire and we could probably do it so much faster. <laughs> You're in. That's your thing. You're doing it. So he... He grabbed about five or six guys and they put this jig together and they're building wire and they're building cages. All of a sudden I realized, okay, they're building cages so fast, we've got to start mixing concrete. So we start the concrete mixer and it's sputtering all over the place, can't keep it running. Put a little load on it and it stalls out. And uh, Larry Crabtree comes up to me. He goes, um, Pastor Gill, he said, um, he says, I work, I don't know if you know this, but I've worked for uh, Sears and Roebuck, and I'm a small engine specialist. He said, if you'll give me about an hour, I'll fix this. I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> what are you waiting for? Fix it, because it's not running now. <laughs> so he fixes this thing, and then he looks at me, and he goes, this whole trip... I was wondering why God asked me to come. <laughs> the missionary said this, that didn't run that good from the beginning. He said, it purred like a kitten. That thing, we mixed so much concrete in that thing, it was amazing. But see, that's what it takes to be successful. It takes all of us working together, using our gifts our talents and our abilities to do that. Ephesians 4, verse 16. 
It says that we're the body of Christ. We're the whole body, and it fits together perfectly as each part does its own special work. I had an engineer that could build a jig, and I had a small engine specialist in Mexico. It helps the other parts grow. So each one of you have to understand, we grew. We were, we were successful. You know, by the end of the week, not only did we have this whole foundation in, which was huge, but we also had half the building up to the height that it needed to be for the first floor. Very amazing. We grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. That's the importance of working together. That's the importance of being a part of our church. It's a part of being, working together because it gives us a better chance of success. We had a lady down the street just uh, last week, uh, the response crew from our church heard through Doug um, Menser that the lady down the church had leaves up against her fence and all over the place. You can see it there in these pictures. And uh, she doesn't go to our church. As a matter of fact, about three years ago, I did her husband's funeral. And Mrs. Evans asked, uh, Doug stopped by and said, would you need help with your leaves? And he said, yeah. You know, if I went there just by myself or if Jay went there just by himself, it would have taken a whole day. But because there were four or five of us and they brought their gifts and talents and, snow and, and leaf blowers, we got much more accomplished. They were done, we were done in like two and a half hours. Whole thing. It's amazing. And we also put mulch in for her because she didn't have anyone to do her mulch. So working together gives us a better chance of success. And now also, the more we work together, the stronger we're going to be. You know, it is in, that, that is what truly makes us effective. The more we work together. I heard, um, I, I know this is going to surprise you, but um, I listen to sports talk radio. And uh, on 97.5 this week, Trey Thomas was talking about why his team, they were comparing the teams of last year, Eagles, and Trey Thomas, who played with Donovan McNabb and all those really, who still has records that may never be broken by the Eagles. So they're talking through all of this. And then the question was, why do you think that last year's team, even though they didn't have the talent your team did many years ago, why do you think they won? Here's what he said. He said, last year's team was magical. They played for each other. We never had that kind of attitude or care for one another in the locker room. You see, the more we work together, the more we bond, the closer we become, the more successful we can be. The early church really understood what the body of Christ was. That Christ was the head of the church and everybody's, everybody in the room is important. You're important because you have certain gifts and talents and abilities that God gave you and by bringing it all together is what it makes us be successful. You know, the, the, shirt, the shirt I'm wearing says we can do more together, right? Right? And we can. But it's, this is the reason. 
Because when we do work together, we become stronger in our faith and in our journey. One of my favorite stories in all the New Testament is in Mark chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And it says this, When Jesus turned to Capernaum, Several days later, the news spread quickly that he was back home. Soon, the house where he was staying was so packed with visitors that there was no more room. Even outside the door while he was uh, preaching God's word to them. Four men arrived carrying a paralyzed man on a mat. They couldn't bring him into, the, into Jesus because, the, because of the crowd. So they dug a hole in the roof. <laughs> These guys are ingenious. They're dug a hole through the roof above his head. Now, can you just picture Jesus? He's teaching away, and all of a sudden he goes. And, he, and then he looks up. He's <laughs> four guys looking down. I, I just can't even imagine. And he said, and then they lowered the man onto the mat right down in front of Jesus. And then Jesus makes this statement. He said, seeing their faith, the faith of the men that lowered him, Jesus healed him. Our motivation doesn't need to be accomplishing our own personal goals. Our, our, our goals together as a church should be one for his honor and for his glory. So it's important that we work together. Because when we work together, we're not alone. When we work together, it gives us better chance to be successful. And when we work together, we grow stronger and more powerful and have a, more, a, a stronger testimony in our community. We need to live and to work together. So this week, here's what I'd like you to do. Lend support and encouragement to someone in need this week. You may know somebody like Mrs. Evans that has no one. No one that can help her, no one that can break her leaves, whatever. You need to let us know so that the response team can help out and you can walk alongside of them. Also, invite friends and families to the... The Super Bowl party on February the 3rd. Just invite a friend to come with you. They can see that Christians are relatively normal. And it's an opportunity for us to show kindness. So as we work together this year, may we, may we do more together. If you need prayer today, please come and be a part of that. Come up front, pray. We have lay pastors and Stephen ministers that will be here. So before we leave, here's what I'd like you to do. Repeat after me. We can do more together. We can do more together. Again. We can do more together. That's the truth. We can do more. We've done great things. God has used this church in marvelous ways. But we can do more together. Let's pray. Father, help us. Help us this week 
to focus outside ourselves and look for the needs of others. May we be an encouragement to them. Father, help us to work together to accomplish more. We ask these things in your name. Amen. Amen. If you'd like to stand with us.